animal lovers. Welcome to the Itty Bitty Animal Facts Podcast, where we learn a couple of facts about animals we're curious about. This podcast may not be suitable for all listening ears, specifically young ones. I just want to remind everyone that I am not a professional, just an animal enthusiast, because they can do so many cool, crazy things. Some things I say may just be my opinion. Sometimes I am misinformed, or sometimes I'm just straight up wrong. I am only human after all, but please email me at animalfactspodcast at gmail.com so I can correct myself and learn from you. Remember, I am only an enthusiast, not a professional. I am your host, Nicole, and joining me is my husband, Josh. Thank you for geeking out with me. Enjoy! Welcome, animal lovers, to our itsy bitsy episode. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. This week, your. Where am I at? Here we go. Your animal holidays of the week. (laughs) On the 4th is National Wildlife Day. On the 4th. On the 8th is Iguana Awareness Day. And that is all you have for that week. I am now aware. September 8th, Iguana Awareness Day. Uh, National Wildlife Day. National Wildlife. So, that is what you got for the second week of next week of September. Very good. Um, Your animal that I have picked for you to learn about this week. The iguana. No, I almost did the iguana, though, but then. I honestly, I started to theme everything based on, like, what was happening in, like, the the holidays and stuff, Mm -hmm. but then I was like, there's other animals I want to learn little things about, so I'm going to do those instead. <laughs> Perfect. So. It's better when it's something you're more passionate about. It's true. <laughs> I really want to learn more about oysters. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> they are an animal. I tongue twistered that. They are an animal. Yes, there you go. <laughs> um, they're not just good eating. There's a TikTok channel that I've seen that's just like live always uh-huh. of people... Going opening oysters looking for pearls. Oh, interesting! Yeah, because like there's a, the pearl oyster that it's can do like that. a whole like a facility where they just a bunch Crazy. of people in like an assembly line. Crazy! And they just have the camera looking. I hope they're at least feeding them, those oysters to people or things. And looking for because they probably are too. Oysters do. need love. Anyway. They are important to the reefs. Okay, we will talk and about they might it. Be farmed. That's true. That's true. Probably, honestly. I did read a little bit about pearl oysters, but I didn't do too much about them because they're not a full-length episode. Yeah. <laughs> one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's an itty-bitty fact the one. Advertising for that TikTok channel. Here's your appetizer of the oyster. <laughs> oyster appetizer. Oh, we could have just done them as appetizer episodes for future <laughs> animals. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, every day, one oyster can filter 50 gallons of water. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Just one. Just one oyster. Yeah. 50 gallons all on its own. Um, it does this by drawing in water and over its gills using tiny hairs. And then the plankton and particles in the water are trapped in, like, mucus in the gills. Then it's transported to the oyster's mouth. So. And then it oh. gave me the statistics of, like, an an, an acre worths of, like, oysters. And it was, like eight olympic swimming pools or something i don't remember it was a lot of water that they filter (laughs) so they're very important they're very good filters um oysters Mm -hmm. and they clean out the ocean 
Oysters spawn when water temperatures rise in the spring. Females release millions of eggs and males release even more sperm. And then the fertilized eggs develop into microscopic larvae, um, little more than like these tiny black specks, basically. And they feed on algae, and then eventually the larva attaches to a hard surface, usually other oysters. <laughs> <laughs> and they transform into tiny oysters called a spat. A spat. A spat. A spat of oysters. Yep, so a little tiny oyster is a spat, and then they continue to grow. Uh, just to confirm, you're saying that these two words, a spat, like they are a spat. Yes, spat. S P A T is what they are called. Yep, not a spat. They are called a pause spat. Spat. I spat. Um, oyster reefs provide an effective natural barrier to storm waves and sea level rise, so they absorb as much as. 76 to 93 percent of the wave's energy whoa mm-hmm. whoa mm-hmm. so they help to reduce erosion flooding and property yeah. damage on from coastal storms that's insane they're super strong and important yeah. so i'm like hopefully there's still plenty of oysters yeah. from people harvesting them <laughs> Because they wow. really are important. I didn't know that, that they have that much of an impact. They have that much of an impact. Wow. Right? Oysters what? are 76 to 93% of the wave's energy. Yeah, over three quarters of the wave's energy. Almost all of it. <laughs> yeah, up to almost all of it. Yep. Wow. So they're uh, super, super important. That's so crazy. Um, Is and it just because there's like a lot of them and they are, since they are muscles, they're actually moving and absorbing some of that movement? I'm, yeah, I I didn't hardcore research. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to ask, and they're going to be answered one day. Yeah. And they're important things to ask. Science. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a thing, like, how people are wanting to create more oyster reef-like barriers. barricades and barriers cool. versus, like, those man-made ones that are, like, really expensive and right. also don't last as long. Right. And not as natural. Stuff because they're stationary, mm-hmm. and they're not as natural, and Most they're just more expensive. But if you just alive, get oysters in there, and, and they're more beneficial to the water, and they'll breed so they stay, mm-hmm. and they obviously do a better job. Yeah, because <laughs> okay. they're natural yeah. oysters. Oysters. Um. So on that note, too, <laughs> not Rocky Mountain oysters. No. Um. But we are going to talk about what they do for you. If you eat them. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. they are meant to be eaten too. Um, oysters are high in zinc, which is good for your immune system. And also provide calcium, vitamin C, omega-3, fatty acids, iron, and protein. Um, so they're very... A little vitamin. Yeah. They're very, very good to eat. Um, and then... They're... They are, like, running into some, like, over-harvesting issues and, like, people ruining oyster reefs, but there are conservation efforts being made to, like, save and make new oyster reefs, which is good. So they, they're, they're in danger, but also not. Um, they're being, it's being contained. <laughs> it's being handled. And then another thing with eating them is they contain phos- phosphorus. And iodine, which may increase the human stamina. Oh, this is to confirm or deny the wives' tale of, uh, do they, uh, are, uh, what is it? Aphrodisiac? Yeah. 
Yeah, that. So, are they an aphrodisiac? So, they contain phosphorus and iodine, which can increase human stamina, and then the zinc aids in production of testosterone. And American and Indi- Italian researchers have, American and Italian researchers, sorry, have found that a type of muscle related to oysters, so not necessarily oysters, but they're related to them, contain two rare amino acids, which have been shown to increase sperm motility. Mobility? I'm guessing so. It's spelled wrong on my notes. <laughs> um, and stimulate testosterone in mice. But they haven't been able to, like, confirm, confirm it in humans. humans. So no studies have actually looked at whether that translates to an increased libido. So it is currently still an old wives' tale that oysters are an aphrodisiac. It's potentially plausible. Yeah, but, but there's no science to back it up. no science yet to back it up. Yeah, and the things that make it more plausible are, like, can like some of the chemicals you get, like, help produce more testosterone. And then a different species of it can do a little bit more, but not necessarily your libido. Libido. So, that is your facts on oysters. Oysters. They're really strong. That should be their new slogan. (laughs) Oysters. They're really strong. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us this week. Please rate, review, and tell your friends so I can continue with your support in sharing fun animal facts with you. You can also follow Animal Facts Podcast on Instagram. I may not be updating it as often right now, but there will be occasional treats. Click the link in the description for the resources, donation links to save the animals we talk about, merchandise, and other fun things. And a special thank you to my best friend, Jewel, for the awesome theme music. And all of you for joining me in my animal passions. Until next time. An itty bitty bye.